Independent retail business can mean so many things these days. A brick and mortar store, an e-commerce business, a maker's online shop, a booth at an antique mall, and more. No matter which category you're in, Kathy Cruz, a fellow retail business owner and retail educator, will teach you how to market and manage your business efficiently so you can spend time doing other things you love. Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Podcast. Welcome to episode 53 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Is Shopify right for your retail business? I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. So I just want to say I know we are in the thick of it. It is uh, the We're approaching the end of December, although I'm recording this, I have to look at my phone on December 12th. I don't think it'll publish until maybe like five or six days later. And then I think we have about a week left before Christmas is here. So it's crazy time. I get it. But I'm hoping to answer this question for many retailers. Maybe once you can breathe and take the time to listen to this episode, I can help clarify this for you. So my intention for this episode is to answer some common questions I see and hear. And not only do I hear and see this in the savvy communities, but I see it in lots of other Facebook groups, you know, business Facebook groups. Plus, shopkeepers ask me this directly, too. But the question is whether they should use Shopify or not. And in order to keep this episode concise and under 20 minutes, hopefully, and that I don't go into a downward spiral of other point-of-sale systems or e-commerce options, because this could go on and on and on, I'm only going to talk about Shopify in this episode. Now, I am a Shopify partner, and I've designed websites for other small business owners on the Shopify platform. I do really like Shopify. And although I appreciate Shopify and what it offers, I don't think Shopify is for everyone. I believe every retail business owner needs to do their own research in order to find the right software programs and point-of-sale systems for them and their business. So what is Shopify? Per Shopify's own blog, they describe themselves as this. Shopify is a commerce platform that allows anyone to set up an online store and sell their products. Shopify is now the leading commerce platform designed for businesses of all sizes. Whether you sell online, on social media, in-store, or out of the trunk of your car, I have to admit that made me laugh, Shopify has you covered. And I'll be sure to link the blog post that I pulled that quote from in the show notes. But Shopify is one of the few platforms out there that provides you with all four of these important features that I want to mention. All four of these are really important features for a modern retail business. So the first one is a website that you can build on your own. Now, I know this intimidates people, but Shopify does make it easy. And for some, it's going to be harder. I get it. But even if you have a little bit of tech savvy, you should be able to build your own Shopify website. Will it be as gorgeous as some others? Maybe not. Just depends on your skills or how good you are at branding. But it is possible. And Shopify does make it fairly easy. Second is an e-commerce online shop, whichever you prefer. Some people say e-commerce, some people say online shop, but it gives you a place where you can sell your goods online to your customers. Number three, the hardware and equipment that you need for a point of sale system so you can sell in your brick and mortar store. Number four is probably one of the most important features. It's that all of these pieces integrate and sync. 
And this is extremely important because whether a customer buys something in person or online, your inventory is managed from one system and it all syncs correctly. Well, in the best case scenario. Of course, stuff happens, but you know what I mean. And this might seem like common sense and not a big deal, but there are many point-of-sale software companies out there that do not offer this all-in-one solution. Other companies are shifting towards this type of omni-channel retail platform, but in terms of a platform like this that is also user-friendly, and I guess this can be feature number five, being user-friendly, Shopify seems to do this the best. So I completely understand why it's tempting for retailers. I should say why Shopify is tempting for retailers, but it might not be the best solution for all of us. And the reason why is because all-in-one doesn't mean all-inclusive. Where Shopify can get pricey is when you start to add apps. It's really similar to the concept of adding apps to your mobile phone. You know, some are free and some come with a price. And the more robust or the more an app offers, the more expensive it will be. For micro retailers who use Shopify, what I find, and thank you to everyone who answered this question in the the savvy groups, what I find is that they tend to have, I don't know, probably between 8 and 15 apps installed in their dashboard in order to get all of the features they need out of Shopify, I guess I should say. And many of those are usually free versions of the app, but a handful are normally paid. And I just wanna make sure that I mention that because when you get into Shopify, you might think, oh, it's this price and I get everything I need, but every business is different. Every business has a different model. Every business owner has different needs. So they have apps and the apps add more features to your plan. I think it's important to mention that. This episode is brought to you by Flowdesk. Email marketing shouldn't be so hard. That's what I thought for years when I struggled using another software program to design and send emails for my retail store. Then Flowdesk came along. Now it's so easy to design and send beautifully branded emails to our customers that convert into sales. I also use Flowdesk to send the Savvy Shopkeeper newsletter. Flowdesk is a woman-owned company and the software is in beta, which means they're still new and building some features, but personally, I have loved it. If you have an email list of over a thousand or more subscribers and you send emails to your customers pretty regularly, you know the monthly price for email marketing can add up. At this time, Flowdesk is offering unlimited subscribers and unlimited emails for $38 a month but I have a special offer for you. You can have unlimited subscribers and send unlimited emails for only $19 a month. To get half off the monthly price of $38, yes, that's only $19 a month, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Flowdesk for a special link. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Flowdesk, F-L-O-D-E-S-K. Okay, let's dig deeper into Shopify so you can determine if it's a good fit for you. I'm breaking this episode down by the type of retailer that I think generally listens to this podcast, and then I'll explain in my opinion, and that's probably really important here, it's in my opinion, if I think Shopify makes sense for that type of retailer. The first type of retailer are the makers with online shops. These are the people out there that are making their own products and selling them. Shopify usually makes sense for this type of retailer. 
So that's the first determination. I think it's Shopify is a good fit for this type of retail business owner. Well, why? You probably ask, and there are quite a few reasons. And I'm going to try to you know tackle these um, pretty quickly here. Website building is easy, which I mentioned before. Shopify's platform is like a drag and drop. Like you can move things around and drop them into certain areas of your homepage. They do, like I said earlier, they do make it fairly easy and affordable because if you can DIY your website, you don't have to pay a designer to do it. And in most instances for small independent retailers, you don't need a developer to build the website. So it goes from DIYing to a designer to a developer. And a developer is usually writing all the code in the background and doing some custom stuff. In most instances, independent retailers don't need this. So you can either DIY or hire a designer to do it. I, when I personally do websites for for clients, I'm at the designer level, not at the developer level. But if you can DIY it, even better, right? The next is makers tend to have smaller catalogs. And what do I mean by this? If you're making handmade products, most likely you don't make more than 30 or 40 different SKUs. Your selection of items isn't going to be larger, like for instance, a brick and mortar store owner who sells hundreds or even thousands of SKUed products. So Shopify plays really well with the smaller catalogs. It does play well with the bigger catalogs too, but it it just makes it easier when you have a small catalog. The next reason is it's affordable. You can get started on Shopify's platform for $29 a month. And I want to add that that's pricing as of December 8th, 2020. If you're listening to this podcast episode in 2021 or 2022 and the prices go up, I don't want you to be mad at me. So I just want to make sure that I point that out. But $29 a month is affordable. And of course, just like you sell anywhere with a credit card, there's still transaction fees. Everyone, you know, it's the price of business, I guess I want to add. But $29 a month is affordable. Next, shipping is calculated and easy to manage. And of course, there are lots of other apps that you can add depending on if you want to ship internationally or what company you want to use for shipping. But it does make it easy. You don't have to sit there and manually figure it all out yourself. You do have to set it up initially, but then it's done. Another perk is that you can get a mobile credit card reader. So if you sell at markets or other events or pop-up shops, and I know that's not happening right now, but in the future, I feel confident that that's going to come back. You can move around and sell in person too. Another feature is that you can sell wholesale to brick and mortar store owners. Now this does require an app, but if you're a maker who's just starting to get into wholesaling or you have a really good wholesaling business, but you want to make it easy for the brick and mortar store owners to place wholesale orders with you online, you can bring in an app into Shopify to do that. So that's another benefit. Social selling is probably, I think, the last thing that I want to mention. You can sell through social media. Again, it takes some work to set it up, but it is possible where you can tag your products on Facebook, on Instagram. I will say that I hear it's mixed reviews on this. For some retailers, it seems to work really well. And for others, it's a bit of a mess and it doesn't always work and it doesn't always update correctly. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that because I want to tell you the truth. But social selling is definitely a feature of um, having a of using Shopify. 
Okay, so the next type of retail business owner are the e-commerce shop owners. And these are the retail business owners who resell products by selling online. They don't make their products, but they buy at market or they buy on other platforms and resell in their e-commerce stores. And a good example of this are the apparel, fashion, online boutiques. Like the makers with online shops that I just talked about, Shopify also seems to be a good option for these types of retailers too. So right now I've covered the makers who want online shops and the e-commerce, you know, fashion, apparel, boutique owners. I think Shopify is a good fit for both. And then the third one is brick and mortar store owners. And this is where my recommendation can vary. And here are things to consider. In addition to everything I mentioned previously about Shopify, when you add Shopify point of sale to Shopify's online plans, you have two options. You can do the free plan, which I've heard some people say it doesn't have every feature that they need or want, or you can opt for a more robust point of sale plan, and that's $89 per month. And then I wanna add that you you do have to buy the hardware. So the plan is the monthly fee that you pay for the service that Shopify offers for you to be able to sell in person at your store through the point of sale system. And then you have to buy the equipment. But you have to buy the equipment no matter what system you use, right? And again, I want to add that the $89 per month for the more advanced point of sale plan, that is also effective December 8th, 2020. That could change in the future. Another thing to consider is if you're a new brick and mortar store owner, it's going to be easier for you to start and set up Shopify than an existing brick and mortar store owner. If you're starting from scratch, you would have to do the work anyways, whether you used another point of sale system or another online shop, you still have to kind of get it all set up. It's just a matter of making the decision. So it's much easier for the new brick and mortar store owners who have nothing set up to start with Shopify. This episode is brought to you by Tundra. Tundra is an online marketplace for retailers in the United States and Canada. And what I really like about Tundra is that they eliminate transaction fees and markups. As a result, Tundra empowers their community of buyers and suppliers to keep reinvesting in themselves. As a shop small advocate and a buyer for my own retail store, I appreciate that the makers aren't taking a hit on their profit margin when I order from them on Tundra. From home decor to beauty and fashion, there are hundreds, probably even thousands of suppliers to buy from. If you're a brick and mortar store owner and you open a new account, you'll get $50 off your first purchase with Tundra. To get this special offer, visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Tundra. Again, it's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash Tundra, T-U-N-D-R-A, and you'll get a special link to get $50 off your first purchase. Now, if you're a seasoned brick and mortar store owner, you have a lot to consider. You most likely already have systems in place. You most likely have a point of sale system already or a loyalty program, gift cards, email marketing software that you use. You might even have an online shop already that exists on a different platform. What I've seen some brick and mortar store owners do is build their website and online shop on Shopify 
but they use a different point of sale system. And I think the reason why is because they see how how easy Shopify makes it to build the website and have the online shop. But then they still have this point of sale system that's a different company, a different program. I'm not a huge fan of this because inventory control becomes an issue and financial reporting can be challenging. But here are some things to consider. And when I list these, it's not to dissuade you at all. I think Shopify can be great for retailers. I really do. I just want you to know what to consider before taking the leap. And actually, I want to go back to what I just said about piecemealing when you have Shopify for one part of your business and then, you know, another platform for the point of sale. I just want to stress that I think it's really important that everything's in one system as much as possible. Um, And it can be challenging, again, to manage the inventory and all the parts and pieces when you have all of these different systems. Just not a huge fan of it. So I just want to stress that. Okay, so here are other things to consider. If you're a current brick and mortar store owner with systems in place, but you're considering Shopify. So it's just like a list of questions that you probably want to ask yourself. I'm sure there are probably 20, 30 more, but to get you started, are you comfortable building the website yourself or will you need to hire someone? Will it be easy to export the inventory data from your old system and import it into Shopify? If you've used reporting like financial or inventory from your old system, what happens to that information? The next one is, does your current email marketing software play well with Shopify? Or will you have to start over? Can you upload your email list that you have right now into Shopify's email marketing system? If you have a loyalty program in place, what happens to all that information? And then do you need to notify your customers that that other loyalty program's getting scrapped and you're starting over from scratch? Or can you maybe somehow look at that information and add it to Shopify's loyalty program that you end up using? Does it integrate with any bookkeeping software you use? So if you use QuickBooks, and I'm pretty sure Shopify probably integrates with quite a few bookkeeping software programs. But another question to ask yourself, make sure that that works well. Will you need to scrap your gift cards or the system that system and then start over with Shopify's gift cards? So let's say, for instance, you use a different point of sale system and you have 100 gift cards sitting in your drawer. Can you use those or are you going to have to buy new ones? And like I said, th- this is, I think, eight, nine questions. You're going to have many more. I want to stress that one of the biggest selling points for Shopify is that they truly provide retailers with the ability to provide their customer with an omni-channel experience. And this is where you provide your customers a seamless shopping experience, whether they buy from you online, in-store, on social media, in-person, it all works seamlessly. And I have a lot to say about omni-channel retail, but I'm going to save that for another episode. I know I threw a lot out at you, and there are lots of things to consider, particularly if you're an existing brick-and-mortar store owner looking to switch. But again, it's a decision that you need to make on your own. If you think Shopify will work for your business and you want to try it or check it out further to see if it's a good fit for you, you can visit the show notes. That's uh, SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 53. And I'll have a link in the show notes where you can try Shopify for 14 days. You don't have to use a credit card to sample it for 14 days, but at least it'll give you an idea once you get in what the dashboard looks like, how to navigate around it, what the payment plans are, what the differences between just selling online versus the point of sale. 
lots of things to research. So you can really get in there and dig deep and dig further and uh, determine what you should do next. And then the other thing too is you don't have to pick a plan when you try Shopify free for 14 days. You can also do that later. It's like no commitment, no decisions. You just can log in and see what's there and see if it works for you. No need to make all those bigger decisions at the time that you sign up for the 14 days. So again, I just want to mention the link to the show notes. It's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 53. I really hope this helps you. If you think this episode could help a friend, if you've been having conversations with someone who's been wanting to try Shopify, but they didn't know if it would be a good fit for them, please share this uh, episode with them. I'd really appreciate it. And if you have a moment, leave me a rating or review on Apple. I really, really appreciate it. It helps me. It helps the podcast. It helps other people find the podcast, which is the most important. I wish you guys all the best of luck in this upcoming week. I know how important Q4 is to so many retail business owners. I particularly know how important December is and this last week leading up to Christmas. I wish you all the best of luck. I hope you have a very successful holiday season. And I will be back, I think it's on Christmas Eve, with another episode. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.